Hello and welcome to All The Overs, the only Essex cricket podcast. I'm Terry. I'm Cheese. And I'm Owen. And we're here to talk about Essex because that's the most important thing at the moment and, well, pretty much all the time. Um, good to see you guys. Um, hope uh, hope you well, Cheese. How are you doing? Yeah, good, thank you. Enjoying the, the sunshine, although it's got a little bit wet and sticky now. Um, but yeah, doing okay. About you, Owen? Yeah, yeah, not not too bad. Yeah, same as cheese, really. Just um, yeah, enjoying the the summer's finally arrived. Thank goodness for that. Um, and I I even I don't know if you if, if um you guys got to see it this morning, but um there was a bit of a storm over the South End area. Um, I got to see some lightning, hear some thunder, so I'm pretty happy. So because um I'm, I think I think in a parallel universe or an alternate universe, I'm a storm chaser. Which I realised when you say it out loud is actually not that cool, <laughs> but there you go. Um, but no, um, it's in. It's been good to see uh, yeah, quite a lot of cricket over the last sort of ten days or so. Um, and uh, obviously, you know, rain stopped playing on Sunday. But um, I, I mean, obviously, we won't mention the Ashes, but you know, I'm sure we're all keenly watching that as, as well. So there's plenty of cricket on the go. Um, so. Um, Let's start with the biggie, Dan, Dan, Dan Lawrence. Goodness me. Bit of a shocker. Is it? Is it really that much of a shocker? I'm shocked. I'm disappointed. But I'd be very interested to hear um, what you think that might reflect, what it might represent. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. If, uh, Owen, did you want to start? Yeah, I was thinking about it a lot um, in the Somerset game last night. I was at the I was at the pavilion benches, and he was fielding just in front of us. And there's been a lot of negative stuff online. Happy people like, oh, you know how he's he's already mentally left and all that stuff, and he's just trying to chase. But the way he's interacting, given that we were getting thrashed, and the way he, he was interacting with this with the young fans and everything, like you know, pose while fielding, posing for. Uh, for selfies, you know, doing all the um, signatures for the kids, you know, they come up with their their six and four cars, asked us to get signed, and he seemed to be, you know, really in, fully involved with that. So I don't think that for me, it's not like I'm going to begrudge him. My my big, I was watching him, thinking I can understand why you're going because walking out at the Oval every single week is much more exciting than walking out at Chelmsford every week, which four people go in there start tw- tweeting and commenting at us. I'm not saying Chelmsford's a bad ground. I'm just saying that, oh, it was better. Um, it's like I'm a big, I'm, I'm an Ardnitch Town fan. Lo- I love Portman Road. But walking out at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium is probably a lot more exciting than walking out at Portman Road. And I'm happy, you know, it, it's, that's not, I don't think that's insulting to Ipswich. Just, and for my big concern, though, is... If we were still considered serious contenders with the county championship for the T20 Blast, he wouldn't be leaving, in my opinion. And my big concern is not so much. I don't believe he's chasing the money. In my understanding, is that there's a salary cap in the in the county system. I don't believe they can offer much more money than Essex, really. Um, my concern is that he has gone. Essex are no longer. Up, up there in terms of winning, being able to win things, and he's gone to a county that can win things. Uh, and that's my big concern. Is, it, is this, 
is a senior player making a rational choice going the Essex had its day which was a couple of years ago and now the, the future is not um is not is not uh, at Chelmsford it's, it's elsewhere I think that's a legitimate a legitimate point there um what do you make of that cheese um I don't think it's that what do you think it is then I think he wants to play for England we've brought it up before the there is a perceived bias towards historically bigger clubs or richer clubs, and that will help him um, get into the side. Do I think Surrey are perennial title contenders? They're a great squad, but I don't actually think they've got that much better chance of winning anything over than a few other sides, especially in the county championship where okay this season and last season they've put together a very strong 11 but they do look beatable i mean they nearly absolutely got smashed by kent i don't know how kent lost that game um to be quite honest because it was well within their control after that first innings we've been talking about players leaving for a while across pods like last week which youngster would break in what players would move around etc to to move into it we always knew movement was coming i just don't think we necessarily associated it with lawrence but on paper he's probably the most likely one to go cook's not gonna leave is he (laughs) he's gonna retire here wesley's probably not leaving um same with harmer so if you are ambitious or you want to make that move to england You've got to be, I'd say, one of the, the better players. I I just hope it works out well for him because, you know, I look at that Surrey side and I don't think he's he's going to play that much. I don't think he's going to play as much as he would here. Who who do you take out for, for Lawrence? I think that's a really good point. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he's, got, he's, he's throwing away a chance of being a legend at Essex, isn't he? to be someone who wants to play for Surrey? I think so. And I think given, you know, the fact that he, he is an Essex boy, um, you know, he's 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 very well regarded, not just as um, as a cricketer, but as, you know, as a, an Essex player kind of all round. Um, and he really, if, if you really want to put your name, you know, on that, on the board and you want to, you know, leave a legacy, you know, he's got every opportunity at Essex to do that. Um, you only have to look at, you know, the, I suppose, the the, the, the stars of the past over time. Um, there's this, it seems to me that whilst he, he's chasing the, potentially chasing, because obviously we don't know what all of his decision making, um, where, where that's coming from, um, but it just seems a bit sad that, you would a have to have to look elsewhere um, to be selected for England. Um, to think that you know that being being in the Essex squad is 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 not good enough for that. But also um, abandoning, I suppose you know what is home. Yeah, I mean, I, I do agree sense. with on the yeah, I do agree with on the England point of view. I mean, um, the 
with the current setup, they have omitted the ECB and the, what I, you don't know the board of selectors anymore, but the people who who run the show um, haven't got time to go to Kansas Championship games. The game is not flush with enough resource like football has, where they you know scout every single not just Premier League game, you know, but like anyone potentially on the England setup across cha the Championship and, and Europe. Uh, and they haven't, haven't got that. And so what are they more most likely to to look at the scores for? And it probably is the it's the big teams, isn't it? They're going to look at, you know, how Anderson's doing at, um, at Lancashire, how the players are doing at Surrey. And then so you're more likely to catch the eye of them if you are in part of that, that those big clubs. So I understand that's how much he's coming from, that you're more likely to... Um, yeah, right place, to, to right time kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, which I, I do think that's why... Take Jamie Porter back his fantastic season a few years ago. He got given Wisdom Player of the Year because Wisdom are a organisation that do follow every single uh, first class game across across not the globe but the, the major nations, and they recognise him as a quality bowler. Otherwise, he, he only got a look in for the the Lions really a couple of times because I don't think England really look at those peripheral players. Um, and the same reason why I think Critchley left Derbyshire to come to Essex, because Essex are even more chance of winning things Essex, definitely, but also more chance of being noticed um, for a Lions tour for a, the next step up, or, or, or even just um, a 100 contract. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think Cheese's that analysis is, there is an element of that. I just, I just worry that the way we were poised, say, just before lockdown, so three years ago, I thought we were a team that couldn't be ignored anymore. You know, won the county championship back to back. Oh, sorry, not back to back, but a couple of times within a few years, won the T20. You know, we're in a really good position. Um, and yeah, Lawrence admitted that comment, didn't he, on that, that weird season, the Bob Willis Trophy, when we got we didn't make the second cut into Division Two and won Division Two. And he mm -hmm. said it, it was weird standing here celebrating being Championship Division Two. And maybe that was just whether, and then when he went to obviously captains, the Oval Invincibles, isn't it, in the hundred? Do you think that maybe marked the beginning, of the end? Then the facilities they've got. I mean, I know a lot of our listeners and, our, and the fan base don't like Surrey and the team. They're seen as the money bags of, of the of the county championship, but they made wise investments. That you, know, you go to that. I mentioned I've had leaving drinks a few months there. I go there. You walk in there, it's incredibly impressive. The entire the way they've developed the ground with the World Cup is just the whole thing's amazing. It's, it's so slick, um, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and I, I can't. I've never been changed since. I imagine they're incredible. I mean, they're probably better than the the Graham Gooch Centre, which you know you've played there a few times, sir, haven't you? It's a bit. I have, yeah. You know, I remember. It's a bit tired. I, had, <laughs> I had trials there, not both. I had trials there for Essex back in the late 1990s, and it was when I came to watch you, it was no different. To how it was there 20 years ago apart from the bowling machines are a bit newer so yeah i, I, I think with the whole package you can some ways leaving it's, it's just a shame that we are it feels like we we're not capitalizing what we did three or four years ago and we're drifting away now to be sort of a mid you know a, a mid-ranked championship team along the likes of you know the Sussexes, the kents that not you know that's my worry it's, it's more not that lawrence is going players do all the time they got it we mentioned last week we got, we're as Cheese mentioned, we're not going to be surprised if Aaron Beard leaves. He's got a career to look after and um, he's not getting Essex. Lawrence thinks he's going to have a better career at Surrey. And he's still in his early 20s, mid-20s. 
you know, you can't really begrudge players for that. It's 24, 25, isn't it? Yeah, but I'm just, I'm just, it, it, it worries me that you've got players who have a lot more insight into the upper, he's a senior player, and the upper workings of Essex, and I'm worried they are looking at the management of Essex County Cricket Club and going, this is not the county for me anymore. This is this this place is stagnating. I need to, I need to, move, need to move on. That's, that's our big worry. It's not so much he's leaving, it's what it symbolises. Yeah. Anything to add to that, Jeez? Um, no, I think the only thing I was going to talk about is your point on 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 legacies. I don't mm. think players care for legacies. I don't think fans really care oh. for legacies either. It, you want to win stuff, you know. The, the The analogy is Harry Kane at Tottenham. He's got a legacy there, but he's he's won nothing. He's probably not happy about that. He might break a record. That record will get broken in time. Um, but you can't take away the fact that you've got your name on a trophy somewhere. And I think legacy is a bit of a, a sentimental look. I don't think we're going to slip into mediocrity or anything else. I think there'll be pressure on a replacement to, to bring someone in of of quality. But actually, it's probably a good time to segue into um, 2020 results because the way some of the youngsters or the, the newer stars are coming out there, it might not be too bad in terms of, of what we can do in, in filling that void. Or maybe we we spend on the salary and, and get a, a quality overseas player in, something that we've mooted for a few years now in in the off season. Yeah, it'd be, yeah, it'd be outrage if we get signed another another overseas bowler next year. That won't look good. No. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just, we were segueing in. I think the red ball stuff. So the, we'll talk about the white ball stuff in a bit. I'm not worried about replacing Lawrence in the white ball. We've got, I mean, you know, just just watching them warm up yesterday. You know, you've got so many good white ball players coming through Essex. I don't that he's replaceable. Uh, it's the red ball thing. It's is how have we got someone who can score a century in the county championship like Lawrence potentially can. Uh, not 100 percent certain we have yet. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. Like obviously he's talented and everything else, but I wouldn't say the team relies or. Lawrence by any sort of stretch of the imagination half the time he's with the England squad anyways as 12th 13th man so he's not always uh, around in terms of like a pretty tight fixture list and we you, know have... how, like, you know how players come back from international duty and like someone the bowlers go with it if they're a bowler they'll go like oh what did you learn at England stuff like that you think Aaron Beard asked him what he learns about ratio, uh, cordial ratios at international level compared to county championship? That'd be a bit mean, wouldn't it? <laughs> Can you tell Aaron us how much, <laughs> how much squash does Ben Stokes get through? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is important that people don't knock this. If you don't, those of you who play cricket will know this. Getting your squash ratios for the drinks is incredibly important. It just takes fractions to get it too strong or too weak. And the whole thing's ruined. You lot are so fussy. I just want a cold drink. Too strong, I, can, I can't cope with. 
two week I can manage because you know you just want to get a drink down you but 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 if it's too weak it's not gonna, it's not gonna make you cough too strong you're spluttering everywhere and that's no good for anyone Great. but anyway anyway so um let's good chat but let's um let's talk about um as we're on the subject of red bull what when we just um uh, have a chat about the uh, the one Red Bull match that we had in between, um, where uh, we put on a really good score and won. Um, so I, I can't say I was. Uh, and also, also, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna caveat this. The, given the fact that it's the it's the Wednesday, and they play Sussex, uh, Somerset. Sorry, Sussex. I'm sorry, in my head. When's the 14th of June? Because obviously we're now on the 20th. Um, Somerset. I am right, aren't I? I haven't travelled yep. through time. Yeah, that's fine. Just making sure. Um, winning by 196 runs. Um, pretty decent. And then to go on to have three T20s after that and get and, and, and win two of the three in in the space of five days I, I'd say that's pretty decent actually um, but yeah thoughts about any of that I think the Somerset uh, result backs up what she's saying that we're not reliant upon Lawrence for getting huge scores I mean getting 400 and uh, 62 uh, without Lawrence. It just shows we've, yeah, we've got the talent coming through. We've all got the talent coming through. We've got the talent now that we don't, maybe we, yeah, we're not going to miss him so much. Also, Matt yeah. Critchley, fantastic. I was oh, just yeah. going to say, Matt Critchley, my goodness me. Um, you know, first and second innings, um, you know, absolutely brilliant. Um, I think, you know, we, we've got a decent Red Bull side there. Um, and you know, I know that I know it's a different competition, but you know, I, I always um, feel quite happy when we beat Somerset. Just feels like an extra win. So, anything from you, Cheese? Um, Critchley's fantastic. This like that's the reason we we signed him. Yeah. A couple of this seasons ago, there's a lot of excitement around him. I think he's shown glimpses of what he can do he's not necessarily been super consistent but when he's on form he is just a joy to watch like he's a very talented athlete and it was it's a bit of a coup picking him up because I think he is going to be a very strong player for us for a good few seasons to come definitely a good signing there well better better than good signing um we certainly uh, certainly impressed um, in that particular match. Okay, um, so on the back of that, then, so we've got the the Red Bull win, and then and then of course we've got um, three um, very very tightly packed um, blast games. Uh, Glamorgan on the Friday, then we had Middlesex um, away in the middle, and then obviously Somerset again on on yeah yesterday well yeah monday um overall um you know, I, I think middlesex is a little bit different given the fact that 
um you know it was uh yeah not the not, not we didn't get we didn't get the full the full picture um but i would suggest that we've got some we've got a good a good run behind us now yeah i mean middlesex the worst worst team in the competition we were never going to lose that game even with the rain um it was good to to post a huge score though we left the the last pod talking about 150 is not a challenge so to go over 200 and over 200 comfortably okay it's a weak team but it's a good sign it is um glamorgan again they're going to be one of the ones there or thereabouts with us trying to sneak in to that last qualification spot out of the groups i think we've done enough to get through um out of our remaining games i think a lot uh, a lot of winnable and it's, it's it's quite an achievable mark to to get through from where we are the somerset's one is the that's the kicker i don't think it's a kicker i i genuinely think they're going to win the the thing outright um but it's that kind of one that shows you where you are against the the leader that benchmark and it's close on another day we could win it but it's just not quite there uh, yeah I, I i do see what you mean about you know the fact that they are outperforming everyone um i just hoped i don't know perhaps a bit naively um for a win you know i mean i i, I wasn't unfortunately i wasn't able to go um but you know i was i was keenly and and very um sneakily following it um on my phone <laughs> when i was uh in a well i was in a training session that had to be in until quite late um and uh i i was i was pretty Given when we were talking about the 150s, 160s, the fact that we, you know, we're, we're, we're pushing 200, I was feeling quite confident about that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed that we lost, but I, I do absolutely take your point. Owen, you were there. Yeah, we. Uh, I think it was a tale of two power plays, really. Um, we didn't do very well in ours. Got lost a lot of cheap wickets, didn't push on, and then some that came out and used their power play really well. You know, got. They're going at 13 something and over during the power play. And then once the power play was over, the game was all like they had wickets in hand and they could just they eased off the gas a bit and just pushed on and, and won, won the game comfortably. Um, so for me, I think that, that, that's what won the game. Overall, the, the three games we've seen though, I just what a signing San, Daniel Sands is. Yeah. And he's absolutely incredible. He's looking, I was there really early yesterday. <laughs> I offered, someone offered me a lift. Uh, when they finish work, who um, who doesn't drink much, so we just got there an hour and a half early for a quick chat. Um, so I was watching a bit. I got to watch the entire warm up, um, yeah. and he is looking athletic. Like it just, he's, he looks like a like an actual Olympic athlete in terms of the, the leanness of his body, you know. Uh, and just you know, everyone else wasn't bowling very well yesterday. That some of their batters had. Had the upper hand, but he was the one that was recording, you know, a decent economy rate. Um, and the same against the the, the game on on the on the uh, week before. 
um, was it Glamorgan? Mm-hmm. On the Friday, on the Friday nights. Yeah. So I just think, yeah, it's, it's been incredible. And so Sam Cook as well. Sam Cook bowled really, really well. There were certainly positives to take out of it. I just don't think we got our tactics right, um, which is not a we've said before, haven't we? And also, I think it's twice this season when we've done really, really well on the one day, and then we've gone and played the day after and collapsed. And I just wonder whether you know we just we leave it all on the field. You know, we'll like win this match and then next day our the bodies are just fatigued, which is not um uh, it's not it's not um sort of an articleism. I just think maybe that we need to be not thinking you know like like chess where they think several plays ahead. ahead. Yeah. As she was saying with Middlesex, the weakest team in the in the in the group by a long stretch, and with all guns blazing with hindsight. Maybe not the all guns blazing and hold a bit in reserve for Somerset. Somerset, who are a very, very good team, and we don't need to be breaking records on a Sunday when we've got a very hard game on a Monday. Just, just an idea. But I, I you know, it could just be Somerset are just much, much better than us. I can hear you about to say something. Cheers, go on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think they're much better than us. I think they're just more polished than us. Their fielding wasn't very good, I'll tell you that. In what way? Oh, the, the ball was going to their legs, they were dialing over the ball. Like there was there was for professional cricket in the modern era where fielding is in, you know, it's, it's such a high the IPL has just raised it to an, it's an unbelievable standard. There was stuff that you just don't really see much anymore of that happened regularly. I think it's could that be a product of, you know, because we talked about this this packed schedule. You know, we're talking specifically about Essex, but surely Somerset will be feeling the same kind of um, challenges. I mean, you know, they might have, they might be tired. You know, they might be, um, you know, a bit, you know, suffering from um, blast fatigue. I don't know. Um, either way, they're still one. So, you know, well done them. But, um, but they, didn't have, they didn't have a game on the weekend. Sorry? They didn't have a game over the weekend, so they they were they able to travel from Taunton. But they, they, they were rested. More rested but than I others, I suppose. He played um, on Sunday. The scheduling seems odd, by the way. For not, not having TV involved, it seems a very strangely packed schedule. Why not have the game tonight, you know? Yeah, it, it's very intense, isn't it? It's, it? It could probably be spread out a bit better, but... You you just got to play play what you dealt and, and do the best with it. Even even as a fan, I find it a bit like at times a bit overwhelming to keep up with. You know you, you know you got. I mean I, I admire the people on you know, see on our Twitter feeds and stuff about you know they 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 went to work they went to Lords came back they got they had the took the afternoon off work went to the game last night. You know it's I think even as fans are finding it hard work. So let alone what the professional cricketers must be feeling. I'd say hats off to the people that are schlepping all over the <laughs> all over the country to get to these games. It is pretty impressive, you know. Um, I, I, I wish I could do the same, but um, so okay. Well, I think looking ahead, then. Um, I mean, and choosing you alluded to this earlier. Um, you know, in terms of what we've got remaining, certainly, you know, um, in the next um, what few days, you know, we've got we've got Kent at home, we've got Hampshire away. We've got um, in the middle of that, then we've got um, 
Cass game um, at home with Warwickshire and then um, rounding off the month with Essex at home, at Essex at home against Middlesex. Um, so, you know, in terms of those, those games, just to group them, I mean, I think I think we've got a good chance of of rounding off um, June with a with another handful, um, another tranche of wins. I think we'll smash Kent on Thursday. Mm-hmm. I think we've we've got the momentum. Forget Somerset. We've got the momentum. We're doing really well. Five five, five wins in five is pretty decent. Um, teams with that much of a role, hopefully, don't have games like Somerset knocks them back too much. Um, like Man City lose the old game, but don't think they really stops the juggernaut, does it really? Mm-hmm. Um, and then if we beat Hampshire, that's that's qualification. Personally, that that's that's waiting for the quarterfinals after that. We do this every year. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and we go, oh yeah, we're doing so well. It's in our own hands. We're gonna pick up the easy win here, and then we're qualified, and we don't have to worry about it. Then inevitably, we lose. We win. <laughs> one like eked out against someone that's quite a challenge and in the last game we throw it all away <laughs> and we don't get through <laughs> so i'm not saying anything we cannot be complacent we just have to keep playing each game as it comes and we will hopefully get through the groups and into the the real challenges yeah i i, I think you're right geez i mean we, we we play a dangerous game here don't we you know, in terms of making those like predictions and then it all goes a bit pear-shaped. <laughs> so, but, you know, I think I think in terms of the enjoyability of, apart from that, that the one game that I won't mention that I, I moaned about because it was too quiet and there was no atmosphere and you know, there, was, there were problems with the screens and um, everything. Uh, I actually think that this has been a really... A really good year in terms of of seeing some some interesting games um so i think as a fan if you're if you're one of those ones schlepping across the country um you know it, it is enjoyable um i think we just have to stay positive hope for the best um and uh not make any wild predictions i said to talk about the atmosphere I, last i went last night and i was a bit um it was monday night i didn't a bit underwhelmed no, I, I was expecting to be underwhelmed. I oh, was just, really? just go and enjoy, enjoy a bit of cricket, go home. I, you know, I'm not, I'm not, in the, I'm not in the mood for you know, getting into the spirit of things. Like it's a Monday, and I'm, I'm tired for the weekend. I've still got a whole week's work, work, you know, a whole week of work to get ahead of me. But the turn up and the atmosphere was really, really good. A lot of West Ham fans turned up. They were chanting. They're doing the West Ham chant, but changing West Ham to West Six. It was, it, it worked quite well. The whole the Essex is massive. That one, that's quite a nice chance. Oh, that sounds nice. And then there were a lot of women, big big groups of women turning up with their GNTs and their pints and stuff. And I thought I was I actually thought Terry, you'd like to see that because I thought people always have a go at the glass saying, "Oh, that's the biggest stag do in the world." But actually, last night there was a lot of kids there, surprising for a school night. And then there's a lot of group of women. I think actually the demographic, and it was still raw because it's still like being a um, you know. Teetering and people people drinking a lot, so mm. oh, yes, yeah, surprised. But going really to, that. yeah, going to quarterfinals though, I reckon the this year the South group is tougher than the North group. 
If you I look at thinking, the yeah, I was just looking at the tables and how close the North group is and how not usually there's one team running away with it and they look strong, but they're very bunched together apart from Leicestershire. To be honest, anyone could go through. I think you're right. I think it has sort of tilted a bit to the south being a bit stronger. Yeah, I think um, you know, last like last year we obviously we we said that one team we don't want to face is Lancashire, and then we got thumped <laughs> by Lancashire. Um, I, I think this year, um, yeah, looking at the net run rates and stuff like that, the, I was just going to say really that because Somerset are double what Birmingham are. We look at most, even the, even the top four. There's got two teams in there, Nottinghamshire and Yorkshire, that with, with negative run rates. So I, I think with the way the southern teams are playing, I think they're going to really be dominant this year. Which probably bodes well for us. see the end of that. Yeah. Sorry, what was that? I was saying Sussex and Middlesex are on the receiving end of, of four or five teams going absolutely guns blazing. Yeah. Mm. Oh, it looks a bit. To be fair, so I'm just I'm just looking at the bottom. I, I can't help but feel a bit sorry for Middlesex at the bottom there with no points. It just looks a bit sad. That's all. That was that wasn't a a, a mean thing. It's just a little bit of a little bit of sympathy. Um. Oh, so you know, you see the articles saying like, oh, if no one goes to the blast, they show a picture of Lords half full. It's like, well, no one's going there because they're getting thrashed every week. I think that's a fair point. Yeah. But there we go. So, um, I've got a question, um, and this is this is for you. This it's cricket related. It's Essex Essex related. But I've been having this chat um, on Twitter, and um, I've been in the background trying to do things like Shazam. I've been googling. I've been singing to various apps to see if they can pick up what I'm trying to do. Um, the walk-off music. I can't find good. out. Th- th- thank you. Thank you. Wasn't too bad. Um, I don't know what it is. Um, and uh, and I've got people asking me, literally on Twitter, and, and that's great. Um, but uh, if you're listening, and if you know what is, Please let us know because it's driving some of us wild. Um, I'm, I'm guessing. Um, I mean, and cheese, you don't know what that is. Do it again. <laughs> That's what they play when they walk off. You know. That's the last time I'm doing it, by the way. And I tried to shazam that, and it said <laughs> it just a hand tight. This is hard. <laughs> it's like, are you telling me? <laughs> I know it's difficult, um, but I don't know what it is. Uh, I've, I've, I've googled all sorts. Um, we need to know what this is. So like apparently, the official songs are for the T20 Blast soundtrack is Europe Final Countdown. I know that none of these sample the sample, but there's Europe Final Countdown. I find it's interesting. Um, Neil Diamond, Sweet Caroline, not surprised with that. I hate that song. The Out Here Brothers, Boom, Boom, Boom. That, to be fair, you do hear that quite a bit. Gala, Free From Desire. Yep. Na, 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 hey, hey, Kissing Goodbye by Steam. 
That could be it. Na na na. Na. That's na 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 na. Oh, is it that one? <laughs> yeah. Goodbye. Okay, Claxton's Atlantis to the Indizen. And then Maroon 5 Sugar. And finally, um, Beatles Hey Jude. They're the official songs. And obviously, Essex, we get Okay, right. You need to ping that list across to me. Uh, the ones that I don't know very well, I'm going to have a listen. How's Maroon 5 Sugar I'm not playing because I will get copyright issues. But. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I don't know how it goes. I'm not, I, I wouldn't call myself a, a massive Maroon 5 fan. It's got 49 million views, which is more than um, Hey Jude live at Hyde Park. Wow. So this is a challenge we're issuing, folks. If you can tell us what this is, there will be some class of prize that I'm willing to invest pounds into. Not many pounds, but some pounds. So please, please help us out here. Um, guys, as usual, it has been an absolute pleasure to catch up with you. Um, and I will look forward to um, catching up with you uh, in two weeks time, uh, where hopefully we are looking at some good news. So um, until then, it's goodbye from me. Goodbye from me. Goodbye from me. Goodbye. <laughs>